listening to the Lance J Radio Network. Paragon 7 Studios. fight with cannabis saying that he didn't produce the the cannabis album when it's pretty obvious that he produced the cannabis album and then he's fight with Funkmaster Flex I think that they squashed that I know that that Funk Flex squashed the beef that he had with Conway the machine from Griselda then Pete Rock is suing Nas so it's just it's just a bad look. Like the some of the energy on on Pete Rock's Instagram, it's just not a great look. That said, he's a different type of guy. But when you're a genius and you can and you can put this Justin Min remix that's playing in the background, you can be a little odd. I, I've said over and over again, man, Pete Rock, and and he's been on the show before. It was not one of our best interviews. Um, but Pete Rock is one of those guys. When you're that, when you're that brilliant, you're just gonna be a little different. And if you if you listen to to Pete Rock's interludes and, and his remixes and his music, I I say that the the Mount Rushmore of producers in hip hop, Pete Rock has to be on that Mount Rushmore. If he's not on your Mount Rushmore, then your Mount Rushmore is not a legitimate Mount Rushmore. To me, it's Pete Rock. You got to have Premier in there. You got to have Dilla in there. I personally am a Mad Lib disciple, so Mad Lib is my fourth. But if you took Mad Lib out and put Dr. Dre in or put Kanye West in or put Q-Tip in or put Swiss Beats in or put Just Blaze in, those are all accurate answers to me. I think I think that Pete Rock and Premier are untouchable because they're not only producers, they're amazing DJs. But go to YouTube and see how P-Rock makes beats. I think especially in his classic stuff in the, in the Mecca and the Soul Brother era, in the Main Ingredient era, all of his beats, they're really like six beats within one. And he makes it look so easy on the, on the SP-1200 or the MPC. I know in hip-hop, people don't necessarily have formal piano training. It's not like my grandmother. My grandmother talks all the time about and in, in post the Great Depression, she was able to take advantage of a training program in Jacksonville, Florida. It allowed her from a regular middle class family in Jacksonville, Florida, in the Jim Crow era, but not not poor. My grandmother didn't grow up poor, but just a regular family. There were business owners that worked worked their arses off. It allowed her to get piano lessons at no cost. And to this day, my grandmother will be 96 in a couple of months. She still plays the piano at least two hours a day. And that's a that's a great opportunity. But people, people from the Bronx, Brooklyn, you know, these people, they didn't they didn't get formal piano training. 
So to learn to play the SP-1200, the MPC, to use those, Pete Rock uses those joints like it's a piano or a guitar. It's a, it's a brilliant talent. He's a bona fide genius. Speaking of geniuses, I got to make my predictions for tonight. So tonight is the last episode of Better Call Saul. And Vince Gilligan is genius. The creator of, 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 of and Peter Gold, the creators of Better Call Saul, which is part of the Breaking Bad universe, which is a part of the, in many ways, the the Walking Dead universe. They're all kind of kind of together. Uh, supposedly, Walking Dead is what happens after everybody gets gets a hold of that blue crystal, turns everyone into zombies. That's the word on the street. There there's some Heisenberg imagery in some of the the Walking Dead scenes. So at the end of the day, Walter White and Jesse Pinkman, they started the apocalypse by by cooking that that blue in Gustavo Fring's lab. And I've said on this show, I love Breaking Bad. I call myself Heisenberg. I love the story. This just this guy's just a regular dude that's teaching chemistry in year one. And by year six, he's putting out hits on the Aryan Brotherhood in jail. He's killing like 25 people. Just even beyond a mob boss. Like he kills, he kills the whole cartel, basically. And Breaking Bad is about Brian Cranston's role as Walter White and his evolution or de-evolution, whereas Better Call Saul, it started season one and two about, about the lawyer, Jimmy McGill, who became Saul Goodman, but it really got into the cartel. It really shows how the cartel, because it's a prequel, it shows how the cartel, how Gustavo Fring rose to power and, and all of that stuff. And it's been very, it's been very interesting the last season. I mean, it's, it's really been dark. Some spoiler alerts if you haven't seen it. Jimmy's wife, Kim Wexler, leaves him after they, they end up getting one of their colleagues killed. There's a sociopath, Lalo Salamanca, and he ultimately gets killed by Gustavo Fring. And you're down to the last episode where, just like This Is Us, you have to flash forward and the flashback. So it starts off, it's a prequel, it's a flashback before Breaking Bad, and the whole point was... Better Call Saul will eventually get to the Breaking Bad timeline, which in the Breaking Bad timeline, Saul Goodman becomes the the lawyer for for Jesse Pinkman and Walter White and helps them funnel their drug money and helps them build and expand their empire. At the end of Better Call Saul, now the last couple of episodes, you're in a flash forward. So this is after everybody's dead from Breaking Bad, Jesse Pinkman is in Alaska on, on the lamb. Saul Goodman is under a new identity in Omaha, Nebraska at a Cinnabon. And he's still running his little capers of dishonesty. He's, he's, he's still slipping Jimmy. He's still running scams. But he's trying to hide his identity while running these additional scans to, to make extra money. And he's living just a regular life as a schlub. And it, and it shows the character's... The last couple of episodes shows what happened to his ex-wife and shows what happens to other people that work with him. And I don't know what's going to happen tonight. I don't know if they're going to catch him. It looks like they had Carol Burnett was a was a was a uh, guest actress on there and and kind of this 90-year-old woman that 
that was befriended by Saul Goodman, and she finds out who he is, and she calls the cops. And so I don't know if, if he's going to end up in jail. I don't know if he's going to end up dead. I don't know if he's going to end up fleeing the country. I don't know what's going to happen to Jimmy McGill slash Saul Goodman. All I know is that the arc of both Breaking Bad and the arc of Better Call Saul, it really shows that that people that get into the drug life, that get into the money, people that have no soul. And it's different for, for Walter White because Walter White was dying of cancer and he only had a year to live anyway. And he had done everything right his whole life, so he decided to do everything wrong on his way off this earth and make hundreds of millions of dollars in, in drug money. And Jimmy McGill, he, he was a con artist, conversely, from day one. From If you if you watch Better Call Saul, he's a con artist since he was a little kid. And his brother hated him. He stole from his parents and all of that. He's just a weasel. He's an elaborate con artist. But in both cases, they come from two different places on the spectrum. But at the end, what's really sad and dark, they tore their families apart. And people that get into the drug money, to the legal activity, messing with the cartel, messing with the mafia, messing with, with drugs, messing with all of that stuff, money laundering, racketeering. In these last few episodes, it really shows how awful and rotten it ended up for them, their families, and anyone that was in their circle is forced to, to live a life afraid of when is the next shoe going to drop? When are the police going to catch up with me? People dyeing their hair, people moving across country, people taking menial jobs just to stay out the limelight. And that, and I think that's the, when you look at what happened to Breaking Bad and Skylar White and their son, and them losing everything after after Heisenberg dies. It's just very dark. And it just kind of shows that that when when people participate in these nefarious activities, it's it's very sexy to us as consumers. Because a lot of these stories are based on things that have happened in, in real life. I mean, drug lords and you can watch different series on on TLC about drug lords and people that ascended to power. But but every movie, rather it's Scarface, <laughs> rather it's a docu-series on TLC, at the end of the day, rather it's Breaking Bad, at the end of the day, lives are shattered and people are completely broken having to live with their conscience and having to live waiting for the police to kick in their door and lock them up and take them to jail to face justice. Lance J Radio Network. <laughs> Paragon 7 Studios. You are listening to the Lunch J Radio Network. Paragon 7 Studios. Paragon 7 This is James Lewis, host of the Lance J Radio Network HealthCast series. When I was a quality executive, I spent many years working with Episource on chart retrieval, coding, and their analytics platform. 
This is the time of year where health plans are focused on their final push for risk adjustment to close out 2021 dates of service. Identify HCC gaps. Stratify at both the member and provider level with Episource Analysts. Episource combines intelligent technology and a team with many years of subject matter expertise. For a demonstration request, go to www.episource.com. It's time to switch to T-Mobile. Right now, pay zero cost when you do. Keep your number and keep your phone. We'll even pay it off. Only at T-Mobile, the leader in 5G. James Lewis. Jones resets in the shotgun, gets the snap. Hands it to Elliott, who goes sweeping to the left side. Gets to the 20, loose to the 30, to the 40, down the left side, to the 50, goes Elliott. Rampage, the first lieutenant of the Universal Flipmo squad. He's going to take it to the house. 30, 20, 10, touchdown, Ezekiel Elliott. 85 yards. You are listening to the Lance J Radio Network. Did you know that 12,000 people are turning 65 years old every day? Many seniors will no longer be able to age in place and will need to look for individualized solutions. Upside Home is a personalized service for older adults that provides a gateway to independence and social experiences. Members choose how and where they want to live. Then their home manager connects them with services, anemones, and community events that promote overall wellness. Learn how Upside Home helps older adults age in the right place by calling 954-504-6122 or visiting UpsideHome, that's H-O-M, dot com.